Hi, lovely ladies and Eddie gents who are listening to the podcast today. I'm Bella Hilton, your host of the Studio Fertility Miracles Happen podcast. Now, I really hope you are all doing really well out there and coping with the added stress that comes with a crisis like COVID. And I'm, you know, I want to say sorry, but it's like, uh, you know, for the long time between my podcasts, but life happens, you know, and I think we've all discovered in the last little while that we all need to adjust and go with the flow whenever we need to. So I hope you're learning to navigate the ins and outs of what is your life right now and what's right for your life right now. Now, things in Australia have been going fairly well, really well, and we're starting to open the country back up a bit, um, which is really exciting. I even got got to go out to dinner last Friday night, which was a game changer. But I know in many parts of the world that that's just not possible yet. So be kind to yourselves, right? But the one thing I do know about being cooped up for so long like we have been with these restrictions is people are uncomfortable. And I personally think that this is a good thing in the short term, obviously not in the long term if we were cooped up for too long. I obviously don't think that's a good thing. But the reason I think this uncomfort for the short term is a good thing is because people are actually forced to discover who they are and what is important to them in their life. And these kind of isolated moments really bring this to the fore. And it's the simple things we discover, right? Some people realize they need to have alone time to process their days, which they're just not getting at the moment. Others discover how they actually do crave more social gatherings, but maybe they haven't been investing in them um, in their usual day-to-day life because, you know, they've just been too busy with work and other things and now they're realizing that they need to prioritize in this in this in their life when the world does open back up again. Others have discovered they need to create boundaries with other people or renegotiate the division of labor in the house. You know, some people have discovered how they love working from home and how much easier it makes life for them and so many more things. So if you find you're getting more frustrated or angry or sad or whatever it is that you've worked out is important to you, um, work out what it is you need and ask for it. There is no harm in asking for anything. You're more likely to get what you want. And as we're getting more in touch with ourselves and what it is we need, let's go even further with this today because today I really want to talk to you about your intuition. Because learning to trust your intuition can be a huge, I'm talking huge part of the fertility journey. Quite honestly, it can also help us keep the faith when we're deeply connected to our intuition, when everything around us seems to be going wrong, right? Because it's much easier on the fertility journey to steer towards fear and worst case scenarios than it is to steer towards faith and have that image of you know things all working out and actually having your baby. It's much easier to go down the path that everyone else is going down and just make the fertility journey a medical journey because that makes logical sense, right? That's what we've been taught. But what about your path? Because maybe your path is a straightforward medical one. Maybe it was just, you know, some minor thing, bada boom, bada bing, it's easily fixed. But maybe your path is not. Maybe your path is the one least traveled. And that's a totally scary place to be for our minds. 
I get it. We want to know that this is just a vitamin D deficiency or our thyroid is out, quick tablet, right? And when we get those in place, then great, I'm you know, having all the babies I want. But what if test after test after test, there is nothing wrong with you? And what's worse, you feel fine. What if you go and do all the naturopathic stuff or all the herbs and acupuncture stuff? Um, you know, those places where you see like the thousand babies on the wall from the successful clients, and yet it still doesn't seem to work for you. Where do you go next? Well, I would say your intuition in this moment, but honestly, I really wish people would use it first rather than a last place, last ditch effort to help them guide them on their journey. Your intuition is important. Because I'm sure you've all been to that place before, that place in yourself where you just know something and you cannot explain how you know it. And it feels good when you know you are right and on this right path because it feels aligned to you. But most of us don't want to go there. When our current realities are full of what looks like and feels like anguish, because we think if we prepare ourselves for the worst case scenario, we think if we don't invest ourselves in actually believing that we can have a baby, it will work out for us that somehow we will save ourselves from disappointment by not investing ourselves. But I ask you this, if you get even more years down the road of this journey, keeping your head maybe just above the water so you don't drown, never fully investing yourself in this working out so you can cope and you finally find yourself in that place where you're just giving up and you finally let yourself feel all the disappointment you have actually felt over the years but just pushed down and you grieve never having a baby because you think there is just no hope left. Tell me, are you going to be any less disappointed in this moment? Are you looking back at years of your life where there was joy and days well lived or are you looking back at a life lived in numbness where you discover that now you have two disappointments, a crappy life as well as no baby? Now that's not a pill I want you to ever have to swallow, ever, ever. And that is why we are here today talking about your intuition. So how do you tap into your intuition? Or are you completely lost on how to start to listen to your intuition again? Well, where do you feel in your intuition in your body? That's a good place to start. Think of a time in your life where you just knew something, where your intuition was just screaming at you, whether or not you followed it or not. Go back to that time and think about where you felt that knowing in your body. Now, for me, when my intuition is speaking or when I'm accessing my intuition, I feel my intuition mainly in my gut area, my solar plexus area, like a gut feeling, right? It's almost like I have a compartment there and mainly where I experience fear or anxiousness is more in my chest and on my shoulders. So I know for me, it's much easier for me to distinguish my intuition from my fear. Now, there are other parts of my body that get involved with each of these, um, you know, the, uh, each of the areas for intuition and for fear. But the main areas are my solar plexus for intuition and fear for my chest and shoulders. And when I'm feeling contracted, fighting against myself and the universe, 
putting up with less than from people around me and myself. I'm filled with fear. And when I'm feeling expanded and in flow and connected, it's easier to access the intuition and fill that space in my solar plexus area with a sense of knowing. And the knowing can expand to my whole body, but it starts in that place in my gut. So where is this feeling for you? Knowing this helps because I know when I'm trying to access my intuition or get in touch with myself and feel connected, I can concentrate on that place on my core and feel into it. I can place my attention there with my mind to help me connect. When we're just trying to be intuitive from our brain, well, it doesn't work because that's not how intuition works and we're just up in our heads. Intuition does really take that mind-body energy um, connection. So what is intuition anyway? Well, if I'm honest, I don't really know. It's not something that I can put my finger on to quantify. <laughs> Sorry, that is actually just a little joke because that is what intuition is, right? They call intuition like a sixth sense, knowing without really knowing, without fact, that strong drive you feel to follow your own path even if it seems illogical or goes against the grain, it just feels right. We are tapping into the energy fields around us, our higher selves. And that can be a scary place to be because we can't see this. This is a place of trust and faith. And this is the part that I get my clients to cultivate, to start to trust more and more. Because I've always said that if you listen to yourself, then you can't go wrong. It's not possible to steer yourself wrong when you're listening to yourself and what is best for you at the time. Now, I've had clients who are older who didn't have babies when they were younger because it wasn't right for them. They just didn't feel the call to be a mother. And now that they are trying when they're older and maybe having a few troubles, they might look back and beat up on themselves for not getting that urge to have a baby sooner. Maybe some of you can relate. But this is what I know that your intuition was steering you in the right direction for your life. That lack of desire was your intuition's way of saying that it wasn't right for you yet. That, and that desire to have a baby, now that's your sixth sense connecting in with you to say you are ready and in with the spirit world to let you know that your baby is starting to be ready to be called in. And maybe the difficulties are the universe's way of letting you know that you just have a little bit of work to do before you can. And when a waiting baby spirit meets a desire, meets an inspired mum, then kablam, the stars do align and miracles do happen. Now, I'm very intuitive in my work with my clients and I have had to learn to trust it. I have had to learn when to trust what I can see as the issues holding them back and to let them know no matter how ridiculous it is. I've had to learn to trust when to hold back from telling a client A plus B equals C because they aren't ready for it. And they need to come to that conclusion on their own. Otherwise, they're not going to hear it from me. I've had to learn to accept what comes out of my mouth sometimes to people is the right thing and what that person needs in that moment. It just rings true over and over again with all that I've experienced. I've honestly written emails to my clients before and thought, what on earth was that? Seriously, what was that? Only to have them turn around and thank me profusely for what I have written. In fact, I was just on Facebook Messenger with a client exchanging some back and forth and I wrote to my client, no Googling. 
in all capitals and I felt like a bit of a bully afterwards actually when I kind of second guessed myself only she came back to me saying yes I was just about to do that thanks for reminding me and we instead set her an exercise to tap into her intuition that day rather than googling herself to death and pushing herself into fear and she honestly came up with the most magical and profound insight into her journey I was blown away by her wisdom actually because going down the Google path of Googling symptoms more often than not just causes more confusion and fear. You know, we try to will our symptoms to be what we want them to be instead of just plugging into ourselves and accepting what they are. Because no amount of Googling will actually cause you to be pregnant, okay? No amount of Googling will explain to you what your symptoms are and whether you're not whether or not you are pregnant. Now, if you were new to the fertility journey, some Googling might enlighten you to a few facts. But most of you who are listening to this podcast have been on the journey for a while. There probably, probably isn't anything you haven't read. And I'm guessing most of you know what is happening to your body better than Google does. At least I hope you do. Look, sometimes the answer our intuition can give us is profound, but sometimes it doesn't give us the answer that our minds so desperately seek. Sometimes the answer is one of not fully knowing, not consciously. It may be just a feeling and trusting that it all will work out in the end. And that can be hard for some because our minds want the, well, you're going to get pregnant at exactly 12.06 p.m. On, on, on Tuesday this week, right? This is what we want. We want the answer. But intuition is something that flows all day long if you let it. But we first have to start to notice it and trust it to let it flow. Sometimes intuition isn't a loud voice. It can be little and subtle, especially when we're so used to ignoring it and pushing it away or when we're so plugged into our fear because fear is loud. Anxiety is all-consuming. But intuition well, it can be loud if we quiet ourselves enough. And the quieter we get, uh, the more we let the fear go and ease our emotions, the more we get that flowing wisdom. Now, I'm not saying intuition is so easy. I don't walk around being super plugged in all day. And I certainly feel stressed and let my emotions get the best of me at times. So it can be a constant reminder within yourself to come back to this place of centeredness so you can tap into that place of knowing, especially when you've let yourself go to that place of fear and anxiousness. And when you learn to trust your intuition and distinguish it from fear is where it can start to guide you on this journey. It can guide you to IVF or to keep trying naturally. It can guide you to a certain person or place. It can even guide you to know what supplements and things are right for you. When we dial down the fear from the outside world and from within our, in our own minds, when we take away judgments from our conditions, what has happened previously, from our age and any other number of things, from being something defining in our journey, then we actually have space um, within our bodies to dial into that intuition and be guided. So please do yourself a massive favor and today start to dial into it. And if you're having trouble again, remember a time when your intuition was loud and start to remember how it felt. Dial into that knowing feeling in order to start to tap into it again. 
to start to trust it again. And you may want to start to trust it again on little things just to build up that trust and until it gets louder and louder for maybe your fertility journey. And if you start by throwing away your fears and resistance and hesitations and judgments and pair your intuition with a strong belief in your body and your capability to do this, because you can do this, you will be unstoppable, not just in your fertility, in your whole life. You will create magic in your whole life. This I promise you. Okay, I'll talk to you next time on Miracles Happen. Thanks for listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. If you like the show and you want to check out more podcasts, just head to studiofertility.com slash podcasts or you can leave us a review. When it comes to conceiving your baby, we're going to leave no stone unturned. So join me next time where you will get more insider knowledge that currently only my clients have access to. And let's get your dreams back on track.